Hey everybody, this is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh, and that guy over there is... I'm Chris. And Chris, he always is. He's not Chris for tonight. Excellent. I just change it up, you know. I'll start going by my middle name, I don't know. <laughs> no, That's I um, no, I Enrique, by the way. Yep, definitely Enrique. Well, I mean, you're from Texas. It, it could be anything. It could be... It could be Christopher again, or it could be Enrique, or it could be like Sven. You know, you never know. Sven's good. It's a good name. I had a I had a had a good friend in grade school named Sven. Good guy. That's right. He's come up before. Yes, his parents were Swedish descent. Anyways, uh, we are here. We are amazing fans football, like I said, and um, and Sven Chris, is not got, here. Before we before we get started, <laughs> before we get started. I got a quick bone to pick here. Here we go, folks. And Pull up. <laughs> I, I gotta say, okay, so it may not look like it. If you ever, if you ever meet me, I am a, um, a, a large gentleman, if you will. But I do enjoy riding my bike. I can do a good, solid, like, fifteen, twenty miles easily. That's fine. These electric bikes, these e-bikes, are really pissing me off. Oh yeah, what it? But uh, like, yeah. on the road, like they're just cheating. They're they're cheating. You might as well just be a, like an electric motorcycle with pedals like on a it. Moped. Yeah, it's more or less a moped. It's what, just are you talking about the things is. that they stand on and glide on, or are you talking about like no, that's a scooter. Okay, I'm talking about they have these electric or a bikes. I don't. Know. I'm the old guy. I have no idea you what you're talking get about. Out more, man. They are all over my area, and I'm like, it's just like you so see it's people like a zipping bicycle around with a on motor them. on it. Yeah, it's a bicycle a with an electric is. motor on it, but they can go like 40 miles an hour. I'm pretty sure that's what a moped is, man. I did, maybe that's it's a not a moped term. though. I don't know. That's they're on the they sidewalk. Could... I think we need some regulations on this. Yeah, well, now you're now and as, you're and, my and as a bicyclist, on one who um, I I mean, I spent like I spent some good money on on my bike, and it For doesn't sure, have a motor yeah. on it. My the motor on to my bike is my legs, and so all these people <laughs> zipping around, not using their legs, is kind of just getting in my crawl a little bit. I would rather ride a bike. Riding bike's fun. Exactly, I love riding. I mean, I, I understand. Biking. I'm not riding ten miles to work. I get it. I get it. I'm not. Casting judgment, I'm out of shape. I'm just ways. saying, I like riding bikes. I wish mine was in better shape. My kids are getting more active with that. Well, my oldest is. Anyway, yeah, I like riding bikes. You know what I was doing probably two, year, two years ago? I, maybe three before the bad knee. Anyway, I was riding my bike to the park in the sun to go play basketball and for a couple hours. And uh, good shape, you know? It was, it was a good time. Yeah, these e-bikes, they're the bane of our existence. Or mine, at least. It's, no, you I know can't what the get over it, man. The bane of your existence is training camp hype. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's, that's, that's a bad, uh, that's a bad segue there, but, uh, yeah, because this is legit news. Segue, but, uh, <laughs> you know, let's, let's move on to some news here. We are here to talk about some football, not, uh, some e bikes. Um, I Correct. believe you have some news for us, Chris. I do, I do, I do. Uh, first bit of news I have is concerning, uh, Deshaun Watson. Uh, he had already shown up to camp. I was enlightened of that earlier today. Um, but also he is, uh, more importantly, is actually dressed out in pads and is on the field, uh, 
for the start of Texas with, practice. With he missed most of last he missed most of last week with an ankle issue. Issue. We'll see how much he does today, uh, but he's out there. Ankle so, uh, issue. Yeah, that ankle issue was kind of a let's take a week off and just kind of. We're, see if we I'm can speculating. Trade him. I'm sp- exactly. I'm speculating that they just wanted to shush the press for a minute. He's not out there doing anything. We don't need to talk about him, but also we might be shopping him. <laughs> uh, next bit of news is uh, Mari Cooper for the Dallas Cowboys is now off the pup. So we're Oop. not going to say that was much to do about nothing, but we're excited that he is, you know, for lack of a better term, full go. Can't say the same for Mr. Rashad Bateman, rookie receiver for the Ravens, will undergo groin surgery. Uh, the team announced he returns some point in September is all we were left with. Uh, so but- my quick question is, so Amari's off the pup. What I mean, you were the one that was saying that Amari should get drafted over CD. I was saying CD should be drafted over Amari. What say you? Do you does this? You were you were kind of thinking. I was kind Maybe of giving a little pushback on now. my own take. Yeah, at the at the end there, at the are you uh, are you leaning back week. to are you back on Team Amari now? Um, I will be the first to admit I am not immune to the CD hype. Okay, I'll put it that way first and foremost. It's real close. I am grateful. I don't really have to answer till a couple weeks from now, August for sure. Teasing the ranking show. Um, if I had to answer today, to your point. I'm going CD. Okay. Let's but go, let's I feel continue. a lot better about you, Amari's health. Um, you had just on, mentioned Rashad Bateman who was maybe going to miss yep. a couple weeks. And then I think you're going to move on from that. Let, let, let's, let's just, let's just we'll stop real, real quick. Most yes. Rashad Bateman's going, getting drafted pretty low, if at all. So, I mean, it's not, rookie, maybe pushes up Hollywood a little bit more. Rookie and a run, ha- run heavy offense. If Holly, Hollywood can get out, uh, if he's healthy. Maybe. You know, I, I think the main answer there, Josh, is uh, Mr. Uh, the tight end, uh, Mark Man... Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. I can there remember you the go. guy's I was, name. I'm like, I was waiting I was for like, you Man to get Andrews, the, the nickname, Chris. <laughs> okay. I could see you connecting the dots. You're yeah. like, this no, one, I think... this one, then that one, and then I got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mental lapse and clever nickname aside, I think Mark Andrews is the... Is the answer there? I think he's to go to, okay. and I think he probably was kind of anyway. Like we're not loving Next. these receivers. Uh, we got Curtis Samuel. He's still battling a groin injury that popped up in in OTAs back in late May. Uh, he was also popped up on the COVID list recently. So I'm I'm a little something a little to keep an eye on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not aware of a receiver willing to overtake him. You know, right Diami away, Brown. But... He apparently he's been really the rookie out of I can't remember. Um... Was it USC? Hike. UNC? Uh, no, that North Carolina. Right. My bad. Yeah, I think you got him confused with the North other Carolina. guy. The Detroit. Um, but yeah, Diami Brown has apparently had a really good um, rookie camp, and he's been making some waves, according to press and everything. You know, fluff and all that. Beat writers, um, beat writers, right? But right. right. Mm-hmm. You know, like Curtis Samuel getting injured. It just gives Diami Brown Samuel more of a chance to shine and to really in. establish himself as the number three in that offense. And Samuel was obviously maybe the number brought two. in for a reason. If he's not there in the first couple of weeks, hey, man, that, that's, that means something to somebody. Let's keep moving. Keep moving. More significant name, but the news becomes less significant as it unfolds. Wide receiver Justin Jefferson for the Vikings. Uh, AC joint sprain uh, in good spirits and taking some half-speed reps in individual drills today. 
Probably going to play it if there were a regular season. Blah, 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 blah. Tom Pelissaro uh, gave us that bit of news. Uh, next on the docket, we've got Elijah Moore. This concerns me because uh, I've got one toe on this Elijah Moore hype train. I'm not going to lie to you. Elijah Moore being evaluated for a quad injury. Expected to get an MRI today. I don't have an update on that MRI, folks. Um, last bit Elijah Moore here. has been having a really another rookie yes. having a really great yes. camp. Maybe I glossed over that hype a bit. Um you know, we, we teased a little bit of excitement about the QB coming in uh, back in July when we were doing more off-season stuff, more uh, dynasty stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Elijah Moore's going to get a lot of, a lot of hype uh, in, in here in July, uh, August also. Last bit of news. Deonta Foreman. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, he got signed uh, for the for the. Falcons, right? Yeah. Yep. Arthur Smith is the offensive coordinator from Tennessee. He's he's now the HC. He's the head coach, I believe, in uh, mm-hmm. Atlanta. So that's just an important thing to mention, given that you know Mike Davis isn't necessarily a bell cow per se, but he does have a, a stranglehold on that number one job. Foreman, uh, I'm sorry, Arthur Smith from Tennessee tended to be a little run heavy, obviously, and not that I needed to remind you folks of that. The last thing I wanted to mention about Deontay Foreman, he's, he's an Achilles guy. So, hey, just from an injury perspective, worth keeping an eye on. See if you can produce anything maybe in the preseason. That's um, all his I got Achilles these, injury folks. was quite a while ago, too. Oh, for sure. And also yeah. what I wanted to say, too, mm-hmm. is that um, from what I remember, Mike Davis was really, having, was really struggling in short yardage situations when he was filling in for Very CMC last mm-hmm. year in, Car- in Carolina. So this is what Deontay Foreman, who is a really big power back. He's a big back. You know, he's like, think kind of your Derrick Henry, maybe not quite as fast sort of guy. He's just big a back with great feet. He's a big, he's a big thumper. And so mm-hmm. I think the Falcons could maybe be bringing him in for short yardage situations. And you know what short yardage situations are? Goal line situations. And you mentioned this off air. Uh, I think it's more of a testament, or we both think it's more of a testament to the what they have in the cupboard. Uh, on the bench yep. like there's not a whole Ain't lot much. behind mike davis and it's not like we're saying mike davis is a 80 20 guy like he's you know he needs somebody to spell him every once in a while yeah and he's no spring chicken either. um did you mention dak at all i didn't how did i miss that well because i only had one quick line on i him. mean he's uh, your boy you missed him you missed yeah him. he was before he's justin jefferson dak. my fault Apparently folks he's getting another uh, mri right dak's getting another mri so on uh, his literally shoulder. another on his shoder, on the shoulder strain Right. Now, so now, now, I don't know if you have the answer to this, but this is the second MRI for the same shoulder injury, or it's just another MRI because he had one on his like ankle before, and now it's his. No, it's the same shoulder, shoulder injury, same shoulder that we talked about a week or so ago. Yeah. So oh, important to keep an eye on. Uh, I think similar story that we've gotten from a lot of these little. Is it his the, throwing shoulder? They don't have to be 100% honest with their injury news in training camp. Yes, they do. I want to know. They have but, to be no, I mean, honest like, for like, my sake and yours as well. The rules no one that they else, have in just the, us. <laughs> the rules that they have in the regular season are different than the rules. Like, like the Patriots are notorious for like always listing folks on injury report or being falsified with that stuff, pushing the envelope. The rules are more strict in the regular season, so remember that with your injury reports. However, I'm a Cowboys fan. I want to know. Uh, I don't know. Watch hard. You're a Cowboys <laughs> fan. Oh my. Oh my! Yeah. I never would have known. I got the blue. Did I even? I meant to wear my Dak shirt. Damn, we'll, we'll get. Anyways, to that. okay. So that we're here to talk about some tips and tricks. That was our news. Um, I don't really have much else to say. I mean, if Elijah Moore were to miss like maybe a week or so, I mean that really helps. Like a Jamison Crowder. 
I, I've been hearing some less than favorable things about Denzel Mims, but we'll see. It could just be training camp, you know. Garbage. I've been hearing it's it's uh, it's Crowder in the slot where he is best utilized, and more is playing more more is playing more on the outside than you might be led to believe, given what he did in college and whatnot. And you might be more led to believe about more. I mean, if you want a more Elijah Moore hype, I've got more. <laughs> I mean, think about who he played with, folks. Think about who he played with. What college he played for? Justin Jefferson. He Justin Jefferson. Flat uni- out said he was. U- wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. Let me. Let me. Let me get it. The <laughs> University of Miami, Ohio. Incorrect. LSU. That would be Louisiana State University. Before you throw out some other BS. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on to some draft tips and tricks. We're here to help y'all out. Let's do right? it. Yes. You want to open? Um, what's up? I said, you want to open? Yeah, let's 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 do that. Um, I'm gonna. My first tip is to stay calm and draft on to to kind of take in a rift on whatever that phrase was from like eight years ago. Um, I don't care what it is either. Uh. But the, the the key point to this thing is is always have a plan, and you're gonna always have a plan. You're gonna have a backup plan for your plan, and a backup plan to that backup plan to that backup plan to like essentially always have a plan. But if all else fails, just adapt and make something and makes good out of what is given you. You know, like just because someone like you're sitting there at the end of the first round, and you're like, man, I really wanted to get me some uh, Dalvin Cook. And you're like, yeah, Dalvin Cook ain't coming to you at the end of the first round, you know? Like, <laughs> just have plans. Do not panic in the draft. You know, we've all been there. I've certainly been there in drafts, and, like, I have freaked out and just done some really, like, just quick, like, I, I don't know. I'm going to take this guy. Here's my best advice for that is if you, like, all else fails, every every site has this, and they have their recommended players of who should get drafted next. Drafted the best, the the highest recommended running back. You're not going to go wrong with drafting another running back. Even if you have four on your team already and it is the sixth round, get another one. Like if all it fails, you can never have enough running backs. And worst case scenario, running backs are the only position that have any sort of like trade value from kind of top to middle. You know, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Although uh, every other useful. every other position other than running back, it mm-hmm. is you're only trading your top tier guys at that position, and that's it. Right? Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Got to got to have a plan, but don't 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 not be willing. Don't uh, be fluid. Don't not be willing to bend. Yeah, you yeah, know, and and part of that too is that like you know you have to have a plan, but at the same time, and I know this is something that you wanted to bring up too, is that you ha- mm-hmm. kind of have to read the room, right? Right? For sure. For sure. Absolutely. If 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 you're in if you're sitting at there in the eighth pick of the first round and there's seven running backs that have gone in front of you, it might be time to take your the your best wide receiver, you know, whether it's Tyreek Hill or Devontae Adams or, you know, if you wanna say it's Justin Jefferson or Stephon Diggs, fine, whatever. Maybe Yeah, the order isn't injury. necessarily important as much as it is hone in on where you've got said guy and be willing mm-hmm. to uh to come off that if 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 the as you said the room uh is tipped uh you know tipping too hard one way or the other and and that said too and this is and this is kind of the more important part of, the, of that of, of reading the room i think is that 
we always say wait on quarterback, and we'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. But if you're if if every team has started like if if you're in a twelve team league, and at some point nine out of those twelve teams have a backup a quarterback, it's time for you to start thinking of a, taking a backup quarterback. It might be well. to kind to come off your stance exactly. Um, Couldn't because now myself. you're going to be left with the doldrums of like the scraping the bottom of the barrel of quarterback when it comes to bye week, or if you your first quarterback like got injured or it doesn't pan out or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like there are leagues out there where every team, even though it's a single quarterback league, every team takes a backup quarterback because that's just how they are. And that's mm-hmm. how the league has been for that's how they've years been for three years or four years or seven years. Yeah. It, it, it does exactly. happen in home leagues. Ho- home leagues that's, sometimes that have is a, a different set of rules. Well, it's not and even we, a rule. It's just, it's just how they draft, you know? Right. right. Mm-hmm. Not rule. Yeah. That's a good oh, way to put it. What else do you got to say? Um, to kind of expound upon that, um, um, taking that same, where is my mouse? <laughs> uh, stay calm, draft on, have a plan. Don't go in there just willy nilly as you know, anytime you can pull out the phrase willy nilly, do it. Um, <laughs> yep. I, I like to, uh, you know, follow some great advice. I was given a few years back, um, use tier based drafting, uh, tier based drafting is my form of staying calm and drafting on, uh, it, it, I find it's imperative, especially in the beginning of the draft when we're splitting these hairs, if you will, when we're, when we're looking at these, uh, you know, these exciting players, these running backs, these receivers that are putting up all these numbers. And we're like, I got to get my piece of it, you know, but don't panic. Uh, tier based drafting in, in essentially is drafting, uh, uh, grouping similar players together, not based on play style or player type per se, but based on fantasy outcome or projections or some other research, or basically your opinion. Uh, for example, if you truly believe Zeke and Austin Eckler finish within, say, 10 fantasy points of each other, you group them in the same tier. Now, let's say you feel similar about Aaron Jones and Nick Chubb also. Now you've got four guys in the same tier. Let's say this is your second uh, running back tier behind CMC and uh, Dalvin Cook. You're t- picking towards the end of the first, let's say ninth, and for whatever reason, a few of these guys fall. Eckler and Jones fall. However, so does one of your wide receivers in your top wide receiver tier. Let's say Diggs or DK Metcalf. Doesn't matter really. Can I interject with a question? Absolutely. Can players of different positions still be in within a tier? Absolutely. Uh, so okay. I think I think one's normal logic would go well. A tier one wide receiver is the same as a tier one running back. In a manner of speaking, that's true, but I think to the point of being water and being able to move, being fluid and being adju- uh, adaptive uh, in your draft strategy, it's important to remember, in particular at the beginning of the draft, I think I lean running back. So I think in that mm-hmm. respect, a tier one running back is absolutely more valuable than a tier one wide receiver. However, if you're talking a tier one wide receiver versus a tier two running back, like in this example, uh, I think you take the that's wide receiver right there. there. Exactly. I think he tagged the wide receiver there. And, uh, and maybe you throw Travis Kelsey in there too, because he's got Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I purposely chose not to muddy the waters, but that's a very good point to mention uh, Kelsey at this point in the conversation. Absolutely. Especially in that five, six, seven range in that first round. But again, tiers, you know, t- uh, Kelsey, in, at least in my rankings, if I recall, I don't have it pulled up right now, but he's in his tier of his own. Uh, and I think that's important to mention. A tight end. Yeah, at tight end, exactly. Um, now, it's an important mention, and we'll talk more about this later. This is a guide, an outline, 
not a specific roadmap or exact way how to do it, but it helps, especially in the early rounds, block out the noise from not only the outside, but also my own bias or, you know, talking on the show enough about a player to I convince myself one way or the other, you know, it's important for me to look at these numbers and look at these tiers and especially in those first few rounds and yeah, not panic. And as you said, stay calm and draft on. I think, um, something to kind of roll into just a little bit uh, that mm-hmm. are kind of tangentially related is that rankings aren't really they're they're guides they're not instructions whether like and and even and this kind of falls into that whole like you know be adaptive and be fluid whatever mm-hmm. is that like whether you're following your own rankings or someone else's or ours or whatever you know like you don't be a slave to those rankings when it comes to draft time don't be well, Chris McCaffrey was supposed to go first. Dalvin Cook was supposed to go second, and then you know Henry and blah blah blah. Well, doing? and then you get down to and then you and then you're drafting <laughs> at like spot number eight or eight or nine. And you're like, well, this person is supposed to be there, but no, they're not. And then you start freaking out. Like they're supposed to be a guide. They're supposed to help you. Like they are put out there so that you can have an idea of people's overall fantasy or fantasy value for the entire season and also of an idea where maybe you should be drafting these people right it's not a it's not an end-all be-all nope it is it is a, a reference it is not a instruction manual you know it's not a lego just, instruction manual or ikea i didn't i didn't like them very much i thought what? they were confusing at times the lego ones it's pretty similar to ikea I don't know. They, I, I'm a picture kind of guy. A piece of IKEA furniture in my I'm life. like a caveman drawing guy. You know, you what? I'm finished. I've had anyway. IKEA-esque, <laughs> I, um, you know, furniture hobby kits. Yes, I have not but, had an actual IKEA brand. Gotcha. So you you, you don't necessarily dislike the thing they go for. Just never actually had one. I guess. Yeah. Some IKEA of it's over. No. Some of it's overhyped for sure. Anyway, speaking of overhyped, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am not transitioning off IKEA. Let's go on to the next. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just want to say that you know, like I, I feel like some people. I've definitely seen people sit there in drafts and they have like their piece of paper and their rankings. And they're like, "Well, that person was supposed to go like you know wasn't supposed to go for like two more rounds." Sometimes people reach, mm-hmm. right? Oh, for sure. Having yeah, said that, absolutely. though. Sometimes you have to reach. Sometimes you just got to get your guy. If you got, and I'm not saying this in like the first round, don't reach in the first round. Take whatever the first round gives you. That, that, that like you have to be very adaptive. Based on how you have round. them stacked. And of even course, the yes, exactly. I'm mm-hmm. talking more like in like the full, like middle to later rounds. And especially if you're drafting at the turn. And if you're not familiar with that phrase, is that like if you have back to back picks and then you have a real long wait for your next pick? is that sometimes you're going to end up reaching because you want, if say you have um, a Zach Moss that you really like, you know, well, don't take him, don't take him in the second. <laughs> don't reach for him there. You're going to, you can wait a round or two, Ooh, yeah. but like say it's the fourth and yeah, you're not yeah, going to, yeah. you're, you're not picking again until the end of the fifth or whatever. And you're like, man, I just want to, I really like this guy and I want to get him on my team. I know it's a reach, but I want him on my team. Get your guy. You know, mm-hmm. like you might be wrong, but hey, if you're wrong, at least you got the guy that you wanted to be wrong with, you know, shoot your shot, shoot your shot. Exactly. Well, and, and here's a better example. Say you're in the second round and, and we do not advocate this and we can roll into 
our next topic right after this. But say you're in the second round, you really like Patrick Mahomes. And you're sitting there and you're like, man, I'm a, I'm a Chiefs fan. I want to get Mahomes on my team. I know he's going to score me a lot of points. Get your guy, you know? Mm-hmm. you want to If you want to sit there and root for the Chiefs and you don't want to root against Mahomes and the Chiefs on Sunday, A, have fun watching your team. Get your guy. Get your guy. B, yeah, absolutely. You know, like, get your yeah, guy. Be ready to adjust I don't want, I don't want Patrick Mahomes in the second. But if you do, he's going to return, he's going to return good numbers, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, fantasy-wise. So I guess, you know. But that kind of leads into our next point. Why don't you kick us off on that one? Next point. Kick kick off, you know? (laughs) Kick off. Absolutely. Uh, It was bad. I I get it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So wait on QB. Late round QB. Whatever you want to call it. Let's touch on that because Josh has kind of touched on it with the Mahomes reference and whatnot. Um, Streaming QB is a viable option. Uh, if you want to wait, wait on Kabu, we, we can talk about folks to wait on. Uh, let's talk about Justin Herbert 2020. His 2020 ADP was basically non-existent. I wasn't willing to dig further, but he probably went undrafted. Granted, he wasn't the start of the beginning weeks. season. That's important to mention. He was literally thrust into what, week one, I believe it was, with the punctured Two. lung from uh, Tarod. Week two, thank you. Third. Um, so let's talk about some better examples. How about Ryan Tannehill? Finished as a QB7 in 2020, ADP 1207. For those keeping score at home, that's the seventh pick of the 12th round. I continue. What is that, like QB15-ish? Oh, yeah, I don't know how you, Maybe got, later? How you would figure that I'm average. I don't know, I'm just guessing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cousins finishes QB11, respectable. Top tw- QB1, right? Uh, top 12 QB ADP 13.12 that's the 12th pick of the 13th round that's like defense kicker and dart throws territory man uh, and how about this Cousin, the- does, Cousins did have a really really good season it wasn't his best season fantasy wise but it was one of his best you know also, and they run a lot too but like it's an official I would also offense. kind of like to throw in a quick shout out here sorry to interrupt here mm-hmm. here but like a quick shout out is like for, for a, a quarterback to look for in the late rounds Kirk Cousins they have that's, some offensive a, line problems right now. The Vikings do, mm, but like Kirk, do. Cousins Kirk Cousins is, is, is Kirk can, Cousins is the new Matt Ryan. Come on, let's get on board here. <laughs> right? I, Matt Ryan's better, but yeah, I get what I get. What you're, uh, I that's get a what good you're discussion, maybe for another day. Uh, how about this last guy? The example I've got: the QB one, the QB one of 2020, Josh Allen. You want to take a guess what his ADP was, Josh? Wasn't it like the eighth round? Bravo, eight oh three, the third pick of the eighth round. This you brain is getting better. Like I, I thought, right. you're supposed to, your memory supposed to get well worse done. with age. And it's I'm honestly better. impressed with that. I, not, I mean, it's not like freaking Nostradamus or anything, but that that was impressive, especially on the spot. Um, there, there's a tie-in here for something I want to go into later, uh, but I'm going to let you expound upon this. I believe you want to. This is a guy with legs. That's important to mention. Josh Allen can run. Uh, did you want to expound upon uh, waiting on QB, late round QB, etc.? Um, yeah, I think that with like the two of us are, de- we're definitely ahead of this whole, like, you know, professionals guy who's guys who get paid to do this sort of fantasy football analysis that like, like, um, kind of mantra of wait, waiting on QBs. And like, there's just, there's a lot of quarterbacks out there that you can stream. And it's like, some of them might not even be names that even you or I are thinking of right now. Like I'm looking at you, Tyler Henneke, like you could just be a streamer you know, for the Washington football team at some point, like, it, like even if it's during bye weeks, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I just, 
I don't know. I I just don't buy into taking a quarterback so early. And the reason for that and the thought process behind waiting for a quarterback is that a running back gets it gets thin it gets pretty, real quick. It, man. it gets it gets pretty it gets pretty terrible pretty quick. And B wide receiver gets murky res- extremely quick. It gets what? Like murky. Like wide receiver three territory, it's just like yeah, they're all really good names, but like uh, as far as like week to week consistency, I don't know, you know. Now and so it's just like it wide receiver running Not back like early, running backs, maybe yeah. sprinkle a tight end in there somewhere, mm-hmm. and and then t- like and then take your quarterback and I, at least what I like to do is I try and I try and hit quarterback like double digit rounds. That's me. But you have to mm-hmm. also like what like we said earlier, you have to read the room too. If it gets to a certain point in your draft and you and you are looking at man, like it's like eighth, eighth, seventh, like seventh, eighth round, and you're looking at guys that are like on the suggested players to take and everything, and you're just like, Man, I don't know about any of these guys. I don't know if I want to take any of these guys right now. You know, like and, and, but you have a yeah, for sure. But you, say you have like yeah. a Justin Herbert just sitting there, you know, and you'd be like I mean that that's good, you know. Like you, mm-hmm. you filled out you've in, in theory filled out your running back and wide receiver starting lineup, and then also gotten a little depth too by that point. For sure. Yeah. And then you and then you hit quarterback, you know. And then you're like, I like Herbie, you know. Like they they improved their offensive line there, you know. Um, Herbie's weapons are all healthy now. Oh, I'm uh, excited, supposedly man. Yeah, this, absolutely. Most of this and Josh it, and Palmer it's guy. To mention, this is this is fantasy versus reality. Like the reason quarterbacks are a dime a dozen in fantasy is because in reality it's a pass happy league and a lot of rules have 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 uh, a benefit scoring and benefit the passing game obviously the passing game very efficient in 2021 and, and moving forward um so yeah you just you just have to remember that distinction yes you want to fall in love with that name you want to fall in love with the Dak prescotts and the tom brady's and the and the and the and the paint mannings of old but it's just you can get value. I was guilty. I, you can ask Josh. Several years ago, Cowboys fan, I took Romo in some ungodly round. It it it, it was it was he awful. Kept him more or less as a first round pick. Yeah, yeah. There's some t- context there with a the keeper league, but I made a horrible mistake. That's the that's the main context. Let's move on. And this was like <laughs> this had let's to move like on. Ten years ago, man. It had to a, been like ten years. Thank ago. you, thank you. It was a long time ago. I I was quite the the noob, if you will. Maybe eight or nine years ago. It was. It was. It was a fair amount of years ago. It Let's seems put it that like way. a lifetime ago. Now. It really, does, dude. I think you were still living here in. in oh, in the I'm area. sure I was. Yeah, it was at freaking Shakespeare's. I remember. I remember you like. You're like. I'm gonna keep Romo. Like. I, like quarterbacks score a lot of points. I was like, really? And you're like, yep. I'm like, okay. Yep. Yep. Penciling him and, in get, for hey, keeping your Romo, point. and then you, I like you, next to it, I wrote. You were you're a bit ahead of the yeah. curve. To your point, you said we, but to your point, you you were a bit ahead of the curve there, and I was not many moons ago. You know, and you know what? I honestly, you know what got okay. me onto that is because in I don't remember what year it was. Um, this is back when Jake Cutler still played for the Broncos. That yeah, it's that long ago. Um, because anywhere he goes, he's got volume. No, I mean no, no. This because the Broncos originally drafted Jake Cutler. I think it may might have been his second season with them, 
But like I drafted a quarterback. I don't even remember who I drafted. It's really not important. But then after week one, I picked up Jay Cutler and I more or less rode him the entire season. And I don't so I don't think I got a championship that year, but I think I did really, really well. Nice year. But what I you're saying is so, something showed you that showed you that year that you're like, oh, I can quarterbacks pick up are worthless to, to draft. Yeah, see that and, was that. And I constantly that have a coin flip in my head. That was that's that light bulb be the moment. Last one to draft a quarterback, it's always this guy. And that's that light bulb moment we're trying to emphasize tonight that I had several years ago, and you had, I don't know, ten years ago, whatever you want to call it, where it was like, oh, because because they're so I don't know, quote, valuable to their real life teams, they're throwing so much nowadays. It doesn't take freaking Tom Brady or Peyton Manning or whomever to to rack up 4000 yards, 40 touchdowns, etc. Oh my god. It I've got a perfect time. Wow, are we that old? Oh no, I'm sorry. It was it was his third year in Denver. <laughs> All right. Well, he, let's he move threw on. For, he threw for over 4500 yards that season. And I think do, I did win a championship. Do you want to expound upon the QB thing? Because I have something else on there to, to before we move on. Uh, no, if, let's, if, if, we're, if, if we're in QBs, let's keep rolling with QBs. So you want me to go? Oh, I, I got I got one thing real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I think I already said it, though. Is I just want to reiterate is that like don't draft two QBs if you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, you really don't need to. Especially in, in like a 12-team league or even... I mean, even in a 14, as long as you're the majority of your league is not drafting a backup quarterback in a, like a 14 team or even a 16 team league, which they probably are in a 16, but yeah, maybe 16 not. is going to get dicey real quick. Yeah. But yeah, you're probably um, still pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Like don't draft a backup because you can stream them. If, if your mm-hmm. quarterback gets injured in week one, say you have a Dak that got injured in week five of last year, you can still stream. Mm-hmm. Streaming quarterbacks is a real thing. It's a real I can thing. almost guarantee you streaming a QB, tight ends is not as one easy on the as, yeah. as streaming quarterbacks. But go no. ahead, what you were going to say. Um, to the point of, uh, you know, this really kind of ties into a lot of it. Uh, uh, find value, but uh, more more importantly, wait on QB. Is it a pretzel? No, uh, it doesn't tie in in that What's way. The last time but, you had uh, a pretzel. The name of the strategy is uh, Konami Code Quarterbacks. Uh, draft a guy with legs basically is what that comes down to. Uh, if folks don't pay attention to fantasy scoring, um, and in fact, I probably should have typed this down. I'm going to go off the top of my head here, but generally in fantasy leagues, you're going to get either four or six points for every passing touchdown that a quarterback throws. But you know what you get for every uh, rushing touchdown? You get six. Therefore, if you're Should in a league four. that... What's that? Should be four. We're not going down that rabbit hole. We're talking about the okay. way it is right now. And furthermore, how about yards? You get one point for what every 25 passing yards, I believe it is. You in know typical what you, leagues, yeah. In typical uh, Yahoo, ESPN, et cetera, leagues. You know what you get Mostly for rushing? Good. You get one point every 10 rushing yards. Do the math, folks. Yeah, the system's broken quicker. and no one wants to fix it. Um, I don't think it's too far in the future, meaning a couple years. But... Uh, I don't hate I don't hate what you're talking about because uh, what we're doing is emphasizing. Well, I mean, there, there's a reason it's called the Konami Code, folks. If y'all, <laughs> if you young folks don't remember, what is it, uh, Josh? Up, down, left, right. I have no uh, idea. I'm not that uh, old. B A B A. Select start, and you get like 99 lives in contra. That's He's the Konami Code. It, Konami. Yeah, did I butcher it? Sorry. Uh, but the thing is, it, it kind of is a cheat code. That's the whole point. Uh, to give you some context here. 
uh, Tom Brady, you know, the GOAT, Tampa Bay, Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, etc. Um, he passed uh, the third most, uh, sorry, the team, which was him all year, passed the third most at 62.9% pass run ratio. Third most in the league, folks. He threw 40 touchdowns. Josh, do you care to guess where he finished in fantasy and points per game, fantasy points per game in 2020? Number zero in my heart. Nope. Give it a guess. I think he was. A, I think he was eight quarterback eight on the air. I think it was eight total points. He was QB ten in fantasy points per game. Okay. So you think 40 touchdowns and throwing that much, he'd be top five or something. Value can be found all over the later rounds at quarterback. We've made that point earlier tonight. Uh, Mahomes' second year, first year as a starter. Remember that. Uh, he was drafted later. Uh, Lamar, the list goes on. Don't be afraid to draft a young quarterback that can run if you're getting value there. Uh, and also, like Josh mentioned a moment ago, don't be afraid to maybe take a second quarterback. Maybe take a, a kind of polar opposite quarterback. Like take a Matt Ryan and a Trey Lance this year or something along those lines and that take that up the exact that opposite upside. of what i said what's that i said don't take two quarterbacks unless you have to oh oh my mistake um when i take a quarterback very very late and i'm almost resolved to the you know streaming uh, uh prospect i might take two maybe i should have put it there. i you know what I like to do with that? I like mm -hmm. to do the same thing with tight end because usually if I'm sure, and this has sure. been a this has actually been a more recent strategy of mine. Mm -hmm. Although I kind of adapted it, um, I don't remember what eight years ago when it was like when Gronk broke. It was like Jimmy Graham and Gronk broke both broke out in the same season, mm -hmm. exact same season. God. You know who drafted both of them? This guy. You know who couldn't start both of them at the same time? This guy. You know what happened next, the very next season? ESPN made it eligible for you to start the tight end in the flex position. So therefore, and no, a tight end should never ever, because I'm very bitter about this, a tight end should never be in the in the flex position whatsoever. Never ever, if, as long as this guy is the QB right. that, or the commissioner. That I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> So what I'm ultimately what I'm getting at is is that if I'm completely waiting on tight end, I'm talking like last like two of my last five picks or yeah. even four picks, punting like very late, could, of course, could, like completely punting tight end is going to be like one guy I think is going to hit and another guy that's complete like maybe shot in the dark, and then I have a defense and kicker in there, assuming mm -hmm. that your league has those, mm -hmm. and. That way I have, if one guy doesn't pan out, hopefully I have another guy. And if neither one of them pan out, I didn't really lose much because those are, those are, that's the, that's the, the, usually the point of your, of your roster that has been drafted that is going to churn the most. And they're, yep. they're four flyers. And, so I'm going to take say, like maybe and, a, and you would immediately have your ear to the waiver wire for maybe a tight end gem. Whatever happened in week one with tight ends or and everything. Two so I'm thinking, I'm yep. thinking like maybe, um, like, say you completely punt tight end, and you get like an Anthony Ferkser, and then I'm gonna like oh. go back and I'm gonna hit like, and I'm gonna probably hit up Cole Komet or your boy, um, out in Trout Man, um, or oh, right, he's actually right, right. like really ri risen a lot. Well, what about but Jarwin? I mean, even like Jarwin's, Hayden Hurst or Jarwin's um, ridiculously underrated. Under, under yeah, Jarwin is so dying. like so lowly, like poorly drafted, it's ridiculous. It's but you it's know, dumb. like those, like those kinds of names, you know, like. Just guys that have some buzz around him. Take some upside. Like, Take some upside there. And then if it doesn't work out, you can adjust in the hit. first couple of weeks. Yeah, for sure. 
usually if I'm going that if I'm going that late and and neither tight end hits, I'm going to at least hold on to one of them for week two and drop the other one for that week's wait, hot waiver wire pickup. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if it, but it, also at the same time, if neither one of them do anything, they have they have like no like field usage or whatever. I'm going to try sure. and get a new one. And like we said earlier, streaming tight end is much harder than streaming quarterback because. Tight end defenses can be really hard to gauge of whether a defense is good or bad about tight end. It's not like the Cardinals, like it seems to fluctuate a years lot ago, between where it was like year. start that tight end against the Cardinals. I mean, you were looking like three or four weeks out of that's how bad their oh, tight end was defense golden. was because you were guaranteed like, like it was a top only for five that tight end on that week. What's but that? it was like for that one season, though. I think to your point, it was only it, that it season, fluctuates yes, but still. quite a bit from year to year. Yeah, tight end is unpredictable from both yeah. sides of the equation. I think is what you're saying. Yeah, and defenses are too. Like that, that I think that kind of oh, rolls into sure. our next point is that like defenses and kickers. I am personally a guy who will draft a kicker above um, before most people. I'm not one of those yahoos that um, not the website, but you know, uh. person Yahoo. Um, I'm one of those yahoos that um, takes a kicker in like the 12th round, but I do, I do prioritize kicker over defense, assuming that your league still does that because I would much rather have a, a better kicker. Yeah. Kickers are out there, but I've found that like the kicker, the kicking, like, like place kickers are really kind of going downhill as far as talent wise and defenses are such a crapshoot from year to year. I mean, you could have just because say, I'm throwing a name out there, and it mm-hmm. wasn't the Giants last year, but the New York Giants was like hypothetically was the best scoring fantasy defense last year. That doesn't mean they're going to be this year, and they're going to be overdrafted. I see what but you're saying. Yeah, like the yeah, worst, yeah. but the worst mm-hmm. fantasy scoring defense from last year could easily be like a a, 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 a streaming defense mm-hmm. on a week to week basis, mm-hmm. at least. You know, like it's just defenses are so hit or miss from year to year that that is my. Very last or my second to last pick of every. You'd rather take a good kicker. You'd rather take take a top five kicker, especially if you can work out like a guy who a guy who could potentially score me ten to twelve points every week. Yeah, especially if you can work out. If you're, I'm sorry, if you're at the end or beginning, depending on the number of rounds that you draft, you know, snake draft, and if you're at the end or beginning, that depends on math, etc. Is you could be at the beginning of said round and get and get your what used to be Goskowski or or. Give me another Justin one. Tucker or Tucker. Thank Greg, you. Oh, Greg I love Tucker, man. Or... Yeah. And actually, I think that you're right. That does tends to have made a bigger difference on my roster than getting that defense because that defense is so unpredictable. Yep. However, however, they're both. Uh, it depends. I feel Expendable like I, I will not. More or less. I will not drop a top five defense, though. To pick up a bye week fill in, et cetera, but I will probably drop a top five I kicker. I held on some kickers that were really good. I know, but God bless it. Okay. It, it, it's a little, it, I'm a little iffy at the end of that draft there, but I get where you're going. I do kind of uh, subscribe to that too. Um, what else you got here? Who's up? I think I'm up. I think I got some handcuffs is what I've got. So it's a term we all should know in fantasy. Um, Let's get down to the nitty-gritty here. Generally, in my opinion, I think our opinion, uh, there's only a handful of handcuffs that are must-haves or even, quite honestly, worth drafting uh, because their role is because their role is more or less known or defined. Uh, and most often, that has to do with them either being in a great offense uh, or having proved it in the past. 
Uh, but and and for the most part, this is only a running back thing for for those of you who don't know. Uh, that's really what we're talking about with handcuffs. Uh, you don't really handcuff receivers and quarterbacks and tight ends, etc. Um, I have to be more or less assured that they will get a decent share of the RB one's workload. You know, if he's out, uh, but also ideally provide a value of their own as a flex option or a bi-week fill-in option throughout the season, or even maybe even a valuable trade piece uh, down the road. Although we'll get into draft strategy and trading here in a little bit. Uh, although, uh, so I'll, I'm just saying is you do have some options if you can grab one of these like I said, handful of, of handcuff guys. Uh, the li the okay, names so I have this year, oh, go ahead. Nope, nope, I was just going to ask. Keep going. So the names I have this year are Tony Pollard, Kareem Hunt, Jamal Williams tends to be one. I think that's a little less unproven this, uh, a little less proven those, those last two you just Those last two you just named are not handcuffs. They have standalone value. I guess with what I said with my previous yes, statement they do. is is yes is, they do. I'm not disagreeing with you. What I'm saying is that depends on your definition of a handcuff. And as I said in my previous statement, I want these guys. I want these handful of guys. These quote handcuffs of okay, mine keep, keep, let, to have let's, also let's see what else, standalone what else you value. Or I said and or. My apologies. Uh, Alexander Madison, Latavius Murray, and I put Rashad Penny as a question mark. He's getting some buzz lately. I don't believe yes. Chris Carter's of health. I, I did put a question mark there. I'm not convinced he is one, but I would definitely subscribe to those. What Pollard Hunt, Jamal Williams, Alexander Madison, and Latavius. I mean, that's literally five. It's not even a dozen, half a dozen folks. So I just, I don't view Williams and Hunt. That would be Jamal Williams and Kareem Hunt as handcuffs because they really have their own standalone value and especially Kareem Hunt because he, I mean he's going he's going in the top 24 as running back so like that's not a handcuff at all that is a guy that has his own standalone I think it value. depends on your definition and from, of handcuff and, from and everything I think that it's the a Lions, thing because I think they're also a handcuff Yes, their their value would increase if that person went down, but that you could say they're, that about handcuff plus. You could say that about Can like uh, that? Raheem Mostert versus you know Wayne Gallman, you know like or Trey no, Sherman, I did not. You know? I purposely did not choose these ambiguous, completely ambiguous backfields. Yeah, that's a, that's a hot mess over there. But yeah, yeah. well, then you could name a. But I, I mean, like okay, to to liken others. the situation of uh, Jamal Williams and Kareem Hunt, that would. To their respective uh, counterparts that they're in their same team, they would also be like saying um, Melvin Gordon or, and or Javante Williams is the handcuff to the other one. They're again, I chose not to I've, include them. But from everything I've heard game. about these these two teams that you mentioned with the Lions running backs and um, mm -hmm. oh boy, I just had a giant Cowboys, brain fart there. Browns, nope, not Cowboys. Browns, uh, Vikings, the Browns especially. And Saints. Like it's it's all like yeah, Kareem Hunt's role is slightly different than Nick Chubb's, but that he is part of that offense, man. It is not a oh, he's taken. You don't don't you put Kareem Hunt in the corner? That's why I all said. Right? That's all I gotta say. Most often they have to number one either be in a great offense, number two and or being a is great that, offense. Is that why and or having I'm, proved it in the past, number three and or have standalone value as a flex. Or a bi-week filler. You got a lot of Andor's in there. That's because um, it is no, no, no. Or. I'm not making fun of you. I if just they thought it was funny. meet that list, um, they're a handcuff to me. I understand your 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 uh, definition there, and and I, I kind of actually agree with you. Uh, but that was the name of the question. segment, so I'm like, and I'm it, subscribing look, to handcuffs because they're also very good handcuffs in addition to having standalone value. 
that's a hand cup. But um, quick question then: Why not include Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams? Because at this point, I think it's too ambiguous. I guess okay. each guy okay. has. That, no, that's good. That's good. That's good. Let's keep moving. To, to your previous point, each guy has standalone value, therefore they're not handcuffs. But again, that's muddying the waters. I think okay. it's just you can't talk about Pollard and Hunt and Alexander Madison without talking about handcuffs. Like I think I, that's that's no. the way the fantasy community is going to refer to it. So, but again, your point is very valid in terms of they do have standalone value, so are they actually handcuffed? I don't know. That's that's, that's a good argument. Um, that's all I had, uh, but otherwise, generally, I'd rather take a stab at a guy who could hit that isn't necessarily handcuffed. You know what I mean? Like, take somebody else's handcuff. Take a dart throw. Take a rookie. Take take one of these guys that may or may not, you know, that might have a lot of upside. May or may not hit. I get it. That that was less. Except for those five or six guys, seems to be every year, has value. And, hey, I'll tell you what about Pollard. He didn't have standalone value the year before last. Not at all. His usage is increased. Uh, there was I, I chose not to include him into that, that Williams and Hunt category because previously he did. I don't, but this I last don't year know. This last year he did. Now he had a whole game yeah. without Zeke, if memory serves, but he let's, also had um, a couple big games. Let's, yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. I think it's your turn. Moving. You're up. I thank you for, thank you for, uh, I would like to, before I, we move on, I would like mm-hmm. to thank you for, um, uh, elaborating on your um, Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams yeah. kind of situation there. Hey okay. man, um, great tease for the ranking show coming up. <laughs> can can you help me out here? I weeks. hope I hope that you're gonna play this, play along with this, uh, okay. play along with me on this. So yeah. I'm gonna go with mock. Yeah. Ing. Yeah. Bird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. Oh, I don't know any other words. I hope the chorus is over with. <laughs> uh, that's from Dumb and Dumber. If, if no one, none of you know that, but um, so like my, I wanted to start out with you know, do Cinematic do a mock treasure. draft or two. at least like try and find a mock draft that do has dozen, very man. similar scoring and everything to your to your league, and do at least one mock draft before you do your real draft, just to kind of see. Where guys are going in ADP, kind of what the rank order is. Don't hey, do it, mock your mock draft friends. is not going to replicate your own draft, but at least you give gives you an idea of it. And that goes back to you know draft day prep and everything and whatever. But just do a, just do one. I ask everyone to just do one. I'd say draft. do a dozen to do a mock with friends. Hey Josh, you want to do a mock this weekend? Hey, shameless. Yeah. Plug. Yeah, shameless plug. We will be streaming as of this Sunday morning till God knows when. Because <laughs> we're starting in August to start the mock Josh draft. Josh probably gonna be going to be hungover, so he's going to probably have to uh, have a couple just to, uh, you know. Uh, we, we, we will put this out there. The Sunday morning streams are going to be a little more loose than the recorded YouTube shows and the podcast. Uh, point being, these next three, if. Uh, math is correct are going to be mock draft episodes of the sunday morning uh, which approximately is going to be 10 a.m central time or four sundays we got four four, four till sundays. regular season mm-hmm. all right well we'll do mock drafts we'll probably we fill in a couple the of fifth. maybe maybe i could get you to come 
back to your home state of your adopted home state. Oh, it's right. Draft week, actual draft weekend, Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, we'll see about that, folks. Labor but Day. we've got at least three or four mock drafts coming up on Sunday mornings on this YouTube channel, live streamed, 10 a.m. Central Time. Show up. And, Having said and, that, and, if you're listening to us in podcast format, you can check out the YouTube channel to see our live stream of mock drafts and whatever stuff that pops into our brains. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have some other fun and some other segments, but that was a shameless plug I wanted to get in there. Um, you know, me, myself, I like to, you can only do so much with uh, free websites, but you can kind of put in the PPR and the half PPR and the 10 or 12 team league. And yes, absolutely. Do a super flex, you know. Yeah, it's a blast. It's a blast. We'll do I one. Think, we'll do at least one of each, and maybe we'll do a couple of uh, mocks in every stream. You know, there never you know. Go. Um, what else do you have for us before we close uh, quick, this out? I have one more thing. One more thing. I want a couple of things. Um, they kind of roll into each other. I was going to say on the uh, kind of the draft prep, uh, set up your pre-draft rankings. Uh, I know. Good idea. Man, we all have lives. We all have you know either family, Here, kids, here's the job. Reason yeah, go ahead. Here's the reason for it. Mm-hmm. If you do, and and if you, okay, and even if you open up that draft window, like into the draft room, like if you're doing it online, which most people do, even when people do a draft in person, they still do it via computer. Usually, not they don't have a giant like physical board. But here's why you do it ahead of time, or as you get into the draft room, is because sometimes. You know, poop happens and, you know, you have like either your computer crashes or the site crashes or whatever. So get at least 20 names up there that you really like so that you're not ending up with three quarterbacks on your team. Mm -hmm. I would argue when you're feeling, you know, froggy on August 15th or August 25th or whatever, and you're just you're hyped about fantasy and you just happen to have free time that night. Family's taken care of, work's taken care of, and you're just like all into it. Do it then. So when your draft in two weeks comes up and something comes up and you literally have to be absent, at least you've got a template that is picking exactly. for you. you know? but, 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 but even more importantly, Josh's point, I did it knowing full well I would be there for the draft because it's basically like I'm loading up my own personal rankings into Yahoo. Yeah, yep. you don't have to go oh, 200 deep for goodness sakes, folks, but get, get, get oh, a little sure. bit in there. Yeah. Um, you got anything else? I mean, just to roll into like draft prep and everything, like do some research, do just a little bit of research, just a little bit. Uh, that's mm-hmm. all I'm asking you, whether it's listening to us two uh, dummies do this, look over a couple of articles on the, on the internet. Do not use a fantasy magazine, but if you have to, that's better than nothing. Don't go off of what you remember or even the results of last year. Go off of, what is going on this year? Because yeah, you don't want to buy into hype, which rolls into my next thing. But you also you don't also want to educate yourself on on player injuries because Cam Akers ain't going to play this season, folks. He's not. Um, yeah. Saquon don't Barkley be, don't be looking like he's oblivious. probably going to miss at least a week or or more, or at um, least not be one hundred percent week the, one. The, the, the news has gotten better about Saquon, but it's as of right now fair, he's still going to miss a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um. You don't want to draft these guys not knowing not knowing that they are injured or whatever, or even a Michael Thomas. You're like, man, Michael Thomas was good like two seasons ago and everything. So many and, catches. You know, he, was good in, he was good in a couple games last year and whatever. He ain't going to play for like half this coming season. Folks. By the so, way, the whispers in the bushes, the hype. He's going to get traded. 
Uh, yeah, the, the the relationship is strained is the best way to put it. I think right now I wasn't going to say yeah. the T word. That, that's that's something that's <laughs> that's yeah. It's high. that's rumors. That's it's, that's rumors. It's August. It's um, high Anyways, so I mean, I just like have like, and that this rolls also rolls into like the doing the mock drafts too. Is knowledge is power, folks. The more knowledge you have going into your draft the better. Now, don't sit there and pretend that you have crammed, like, you know, the, like a God's level of knowledge of football. Yeah, we and all have lives, of course. going to happen mm-hmm. this year. Trust me, I've, I've, I have oversaturated my brain with stuff. But there's a good and a bad way to do it, and just go about it however way you feel comfortable. Don't feel like you have to cram or anything like that. Just do whatever level of research. Have a working knowledge of the players, what teams they're on, like what the, what is expected of them this year, whether they're injured or not. And, you know, just kind of like roughly where they're going to go in a draft, you know. We I already said this. Bull, bullets in my different. bandolier, you know. I consider bullets in my clip. I, I'm, yep, exactly. I want that knowledge. I'd want to not be caught without it. Exactly. And one last thing is don't what always else? buy into the hype. Mm-hmm. Injury news is injury news. Coaches lie because they want other they want their opposing teams to think that they're doing something that they're not. Pete Carroll is one of them, not saying that Pete Carroll always lies, but he is full He's of He's a lies. very positive fella. Yeah. Um <laughs> every he thinks the world of everyone on his team and blah blah blah. I'm just like when you hear something like Chris is the next, you know, Chris Carter I'm here. Uh I mean, he's a Chris. All he does is catch touchdowns. He's another Chris in the Chris zeitgeist. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and here's the thing too: is if if you're hearing from coaches that this guy, like like player X, has been really good in camp and he's looking like he could be a wide receiver one, but yet he's played in the in the league for four or five seasons, he's probably not going to be a wide receiver one, folks. You know, like just stuff like that. Like look into a li- look into it a little bit. Don't just read article headlines. Like click on that link every once in a while and just kind of read the full article and actually kind of do a little bit of research into a player mm-hmm. too. Like, mm-hmm. well, I heard that Kendry Bourne's doing really good. Yeah, he's in his fifth season hasn't done much of anything. Let's not get overhyped for Kendrick Bourne here. That sort of thing. That sort you of know, thing, for sure. That, yeah. Do a, just a little bit of research. That's all. Going into a draft, yeah, there is some luck to fantasy football and how the waiver wire, how, how you get your waiver wires and everything like that, and mm-hmm. you know your 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 free agency guys and whatnot. That is crucial. But at the same time, I mean, surely I'm hoping that you're playing fantasy football because you, and I'm hoping that you like us enough or like fantasy football enough to listen to us and everything like that. You know. Do a little research. That's all we ask. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're a pick source a sh- of research. You know, we're a show we're you not... like and listen, and hopefully you like us, you know? Yeah. And um, like, share, and subscribe, too. I like, share, and subscribe, man. It's, man, football season's almost here. We've got a lot of hype going on this show. Uh, last thing I wanted to mention uh, two words about Don't Buy the Hype Amir Abdullah. Yeah. Yep. Um, Pretty sure I drafted that guy like the fourth round, dude. Fourth round. Pretty sure I, I drafted Amir Abdullah in the fourth round that year. Maybe fifth. Maybe fifth. To I give think, myself no, a little credit. I think it was, earlier than that. I think it I was think fourth. It was like no, I'm pretty sure it was fourth. Mm, I'm thinking third. We're still on Yahoo. Look it up. <laughs> pretty sure it was fourth. 
I'm Don't sticking to my guns, which is completely embarrassing. <laughs> just a little less embarrassing than the third. Dude, I've, I've been there before, uh, man. Dude, I, I, yeah, exactly, we all have exactly. been. We yeah, all have bad. been there. I have bought into so much hype, and this is why like, I've like... And this is just a good fantasy strategy in general, is that like... Even mm-hmm. like in season two, is that yeah. when it's like, oh, yeah. such and such player is For like, sure. don't freak out. Yeah, I th- wait I think... until something definitive mm-hmm. comes out about that player, and then like now, and then like, now what I've learned on the flip side is don't you know don't not react, don't be overreactionary, but don't not react when 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 your opinion needs to change. Don't be stubborn. You know what I mean? When the numbers or been the, there too. Exactly. All of us have been. Christian when the McCaffrey. numbers or, or the results present itself before your very eyes, make a move. You know, if it's not too late. Or you're or you're buying low or something. Or buying high, should I say. I, uh last thing we got is uh Oh, we got one more? I thought we were yeah. tapped out. Yeah, yeah, real quick. We had a couple listener questions, remember? Oh right. Yeah, I forgot yeah. to mention I mean better, I didn't mention better, but better call them out. All right, Shauner in Discord. Uh, shameless plug. Join our Discord linked below. Uh, we're talking fantasy. We're talking other things. Let's go. Com- let's let's build a community, folks, because we are hyped about this season. Shauner asks, and we both love Shauner too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Is there anyone t- in our Discord that you don't love? Yeah, I mean, it's got some good buddies there, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, asks, I was thinking about that. I'm like, I think I love everyone, but you know, Shauner, he's. He takes great Instagram pictures. Of Definitely his PC part of the builds. group. There you go. Exactly. He is. Right now, like, uh, Shauner asks like, in a 10 person league, what round should I be looking to draft a top five quarterback? Okay. So I immediately thought two things, two ways to look at this question. Number one, as we I discussed, thought three things, but go ahead. Uh, as we just, number one, as we discussed earlier tonight, don't, <laughs> you know, like we see the value, uh, waiting on quarterback, but number two, I could le- read into literally what he said top five well if he wants a top five quarterback i look at my own personal rankings as they stand uh back from july but still they're applicable uh my my qb5 is rogers i've got him at 70th overall so that's the end of the sixth round in most home leagues you could probably bump that up around and you're probably looking more of the fifth round if you want to grab a top five Hmm. quarterback you know uh Go ahead, Josh. You want to expand? Nope, nope, nope. I'm just looking at where what my QB five was too. I'm like, there you oh, go. It's still Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Uh, then WonderTech asked, uh, "What is the earliest?" Wait, I wait, wait, pick? wait, wait. I want to answer uh, Shauna's question real quick. Oh, go ahead. Yes, I thought you might want to. I had I had there. three answers to this question. The quick answer was like round six. Okay. Quick answer. A little bit on uh, The medium yeah. answer is, I mean, like it's every league's different so you kind of have to like read the room i feel like you know, if you ask that like, question blah, blah, blah. you have a guy in mind does that make sense the long and the long ahead, answer is i mean you can top find the top you can potentially find a top five quarterback that's in the, the, the later rounds i think that's the you correct just have answer to, you just actually, have to, Josh, like, yeah you have to kind of suss out who that is and whether it's a just a pure running quarterback i'm looking at you jalen hurts I'm just that was my point I earlier. About I don't Konami love Jalen Hurts at all, but man, he could be the next Deshaun Watts. Or that, if he Watson, scoots around um, that field enough, he and... could be the, the next Lamar Jackson of just the fact that he just runs enough and throws enough and whatever does it all just enough to be the QB one. Runs enough is giving Lamar Jackson enough credit. He's the first quarterback in the history of the game to rush for a thousand yards. I was talking back about back seasons. Jalen Hurts. I was oh, talking about my bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Enough. 
And a compa- what and I think your overall point is does enough. Making of a each. mild comparison to him and Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and hey, speaking speaking of hype, Trey Lance's. He's gaining a lot of hype right now. He's, uh, he's going red hot. I like know, I man. thought he would. It will, yeah, yeah. I might be coming you, you over know your who side of the is? argument there. Your, your boy, Justin Fields. I know, I know. I still think I'm completely but so correct is Andy on Dalton that. Too. But but I but I'm I'm starting to lean towards. I'm sorry. No, you were the one who said Trey Lance absolutely would not start. But you're also higher on him than I was, I believe. So anyway, uh, as far as overall career, yes. Yeah, yeah. I think you were a bit. Um, Anyways, we? but yeah, Wonder Tech uh, from Discord uh, asks, "What is the earliest I should pick up any Cowboys player?" Crying laugh emoji. <laughs> Yeah, I'll let you take it with me, Josh. Yeah, right. No, but in all seriousness, uh, I'd like to take an opportunity to kind of, uh, well, talk about the first cowboy that's going to be taken in pretty much every draft across wherever is Zeke. Um, where are you at with Zeke lately? In that? Let me let me let me just bounce my rankings real quick because I don't want to like say something and then take it back. Um, for sure, for sure. I have uh, the same Zeke thing at RB six. Mm-hmm. So mid 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 first round ish. I'm still I'm, I'm actually at RB seven here, and I think the way I'm going to answer this question is kind of like attrition, uh, meaning I think I'm moving other guys, and that by default Zeke moves up. I'm also hearing very good things about Zeke. Um, so I think I'm going to leave Dalvin Cook and CMC in a tier on their own. I think I want to lower Kamara and Barkley. Race Chubb and Zeke. So to answer the question, let me read it again. Literally, what is the early? Well, the first round is the question, I guess, is the answer. And see, I, I thought about that, and I was just like, I, I forget, completely forgot about Zeke because I was at work today when he right. jokingly proposed it. And I was like, I, I mean, it's the second round in CD or or maybe even Amari, depending on how you want to lean it, forgetting about Amari's, uh, Amari's injury. And I was just like, you know, yeah, that's that's it. And like, Wonder oh, Tech, yeah, there's has, a you're you're, you're sometimes one, hilarious, yeah. and other times you're just cruel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So that's our community questions. That's our show. Josh, you want to take us out? If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always check us out in podcast format wherever you get your podcasts. You know, you can get your podcast from Sven behind your little. In your, um, links in yep, the description harken, harken back to that name from earlier um we don't we recommend you don't get it from sven but you know he does um uh, deal with the podcast so if that's where you're getting your pods then there you go if you're listening to us in podcast format you can always check us out on youtube at the youtube channel subscribe. starting this sunday 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 yes, we will subscribe be and hit the bell doing streams on sunday morning with mock drafts and answering questions and just kind of hanging out you know just hanging out with the folks mm-hmm. come and join us we really appreciate it when people do we love it actually um and all We're the way to the regular season, Twitch. too. We did we'll Twitch last year, mm-hmm. and Twitch was good. We just felt like it just wasn't the right platform for it. Yep. Um, we're not into the video games, and we're, I mean, as you can see behind me, there's no hot tub back there, and I am <laughs> definitely not some um, attractive lady to be floating around in said hot tub. So, you know, we we decided to switch over to Yahoo or Yahoo, uh, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, seems like a better place and for fantasy football Maybe we'll football try and for sure. eventually just stream on both. 
simultaneously just to get all the questions and hit every platform that we can. But as of right now, we're just going to do um, YouTube. Switch over yeah. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, always like, share, subscribe wherever possible. Tell your um, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your frenemies, tell your um, milk delivery man if that's what you have about us. We always appreciate it. If you're into fantasy football and you think someone else is too, or if they just want to look at two guys with beards that are balding talking about football and how one of them hates e-bikes, um, you know, check us out. Tell that friend. Um, (laughs) We have been Amazing Fantasy Football. Peace. Bye, everybody.